What is going on squad? My name is Brian Mark. I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business without spending any money on ads, a website, or a funnel. I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month over the course of four years. And in the last two and a half years, I've worked with over a thousand online coaches and a hundred of them have hit $10,000 a month. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. What is going on online fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Training Podcast. This is the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, I'm joined by the one, the only, coming to you from Kelowna, British Columbia, Cole the Silva. <laughs> what up, doe fam? I'm excited for this one. Uh, honestly, like talking about content has been like a huge fucking passion of mine lately. It's like something that gets me super fucking excited. And I don't know if it's because I've done like 400 million photo shoots in the last uh, couple of weeks with my boy Brayden out here, or if it's just because I fucking like being in front of the camera, but I'm amped up today. I honestly feel like your content has gotten significantly better over the course of the last few years. Like it's like you're, it started out like started from the bottom and now your content is just like your shit is blowing up right now. Bro, like fucking, I still remember just having the fucking phones always just leaned up against anything that I could take fucking photos on no matter what. And now it's like, if I got to do that, I legit cringe a little bit. I'm like, oh, I don't want to fucking take this photo. <laughs> like, I don't want to take it. So you'll see me walking around the gym with like a massive tripod, like with a camera always now, because I'm like, everything's got to be high quality, no matter what. Yeah, I actually, I, I feel you. I feel like when I first started the coaching business, dude, like back when I was running Aesthetic Nation, like I was super cool with just posting mirror selfies all the time. Like just dirty, dirty. I hated those fucking things so much, bro. Oh my God. <laughs> dirty, dirty mirror selfies. And even like in the gym, like I would just, that was like the only type of content that I would produce. And I think for me, I was so focused on like just providing a service that I didn't really care. Like yeah. I didn't really care about my content. Like I, th like I cared enough to like write good content, but I didn't care enough to like take high quality photos and stuff, you know? I feel like a lot of people are like that. And it, it's to a certain degree. Um, even with like high quality content guys, like it, it, the pictures, quality is subjective, all right? And you'll hear like a Gary V talk about this stuff all the time. And I honestly do agree with it to a certain extent because quality is subjective. I, Brian talked about this on his podcast yesterday, I think it was, where you don't get to choose all right. If your quality, if your content's good or not, your audience does. And I agree with that. However, if we all say the same thing, all right, if we're all like to take the same caption and you post it with a dirty ass mirror selfie and I post <laughs> a really good, nice photo, like who's it might, who's going to pull in a little bit more, right? It'll depend on the loyalty of our followers, but then also other people seeing it. And that's, what's going to end up separating you from the pack. And I, so like, there's like two arguments here. I, I so, I so agree. And the argument number one is like, yo, if you're not posting fucking content, then like, like, why are we even having this conversation? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. So like, if you're not posting content, obviously like, it doesn't matter if you post fucking mirror selfies or you post high quality content, like you need to start posting. So like, exactly. Now, now that that argument's out of the way, we're going to assume that you're posting three to five times a week. And if you're not start posting and it doesn't matter if it's a fucking mirror selfie, if it's like a high quality content, just start posting right but, now, right now. But once you actually start posting, like you start creating content, like the goal should be to get better and to be getting more views and more engagement and more people reaching out and giving more value and delivering more of an impactful message. And you guys can really use like the picture and the written content together to like create a piece of content that slaps, right? A hundred percent. This is something that I speak about all the time. I literally just had a conversation with uh, Chris about this. 
One of our clients, Chris Kowalski, always shows up to the podcast rooms, the clubhouse rooms, content audit rooms. I mean, something that he's like listened to me say multiple times and he's starting to implement it now is trying to find a picture and a caption that moves together, like the theme it moves together. So like it matches the attitude. As an example, guys, there's a question that I took, I mean, a picture that I took in Kelowna and I'm leaned over in an alley and I've got my fucking two thumbs pressed in, the, in my eye sockets, like right on my forehead and I'm leaning over. And I know Brian saw this because he commented and sent it to me right away and was like, this was a good post. And the fir- first line was, I'm fucking stressed. And I talked about like the feelings of being a business owner and like everything that was about and like how I love it, but it's also super like overwhelming to a certain degree, but the theme matched the caption and everything flowed together to create that fucking, that emotion in the actual like eyes of the person that was reading it. Dude, the picture and the caption matching together is absolutely huge. I remember I actually talked about Patty lifts. So Patty McDonald, um, yeah. because Patty's getting better. And for those of you guys that I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys know who Patty lifts is. If you do just like, just give me a nod. So Patty lifts joined the mastermind program. Uh, his business was doing awesome and he wanted it to be doing amazing. So he joined the mastermind and he's starting to write more connection-based content. And he wrote, he wrote a post that was like super like raw and vulnerable with like a big smile on his face. I'm like, you should do like the photo doesn't match the mood. And so exactly matching the mood with the photo is, is, uh, is super important. So guys, uh, I, I forgot to mention, we're giving away a thousand dollars cash in the month of June. So if you want to be interested in a thousand dollars cash right now, screenshot me and Cole, share it to your Instagram stories, tag me at bmarkfit, tag Cole Lewis to Silva. Let us know that you're tuning in just by doing that. You're interested in a thousand dollars cash. Just let's freaking go. So take that screenshot. Now let's get into the five mistakes online trainers making their content. Cause I know that this is uh this is a lot. So, and I feel like some of this stuff, you guys, it's actually, I don't think a lot of it's obvious. I, I don't think a lot of it's obvious at all. No, I don't think a lot of this is obvious. So this is stuff that you likely haven't heard before in this way. So the first mistake that online trainers make in their content, you guys, is not reading your content out loud before you post it. So important. It's so important and it's so simple. I actually didn't used to do this until I started really like working on my content game. It makes a massive difference because guys, if when you read your content, out loud, if it doesn't flow, like when you're reading it out loud, it's not going to flow when you read it. And so a practice that me and Kirsten actually do consistently is once I read a post, I'll be like, yo, babe, can I read you this post? And she'll say yes. And then I'll read her the post. And as I'm reading the post, like I'll say a sentence and I'm like, oh, like that actually doesn't click. And then I'll take a word out or I'll add a word in, but like reading your content out loud before you post is so, so, so fucking crucial. Uh, and it's going to help your post flow more. I'm pretty sure you do that with Julia too. Don't oh, hundred percent, bro. We do it for every single post. Julia literally did that today for with me uh, because guys, it's not only like making sure that it flows, but it's certain words. Like a, a big thing that a lot of people don't understand is when you're writing content. And this is something that I'm getting better at guys. Cause I fucking hate writing content. I openly admit it all the time. I'm, I'm better on video. I like to, get in front of video and speak and just come off the top and be able to ramble because you feel my emotion a little bit more. Uh, but I'm getting better at writing, all right? Because I need to, it's fucking the name of the game here. Let's be real. And when it comes down to writing, not only is you got to make sure it flows, but you guys need to realize that you can put a post together and every paragraph can have a different feeling to it. All right. So like, if you don't make it flow, it doesn't make any fucking sense at all. Because you'll start it and it'll have like a super emotional undertone. And then you just go into random questions that don't make sense. And then you go into solutions. Like if, if you don't have the flow, like Brian is saying, and you don't like start working on certain keywords, it's going to make your paragraphs seem separated. Mm. It's going to be like very, what's the word I'm looking for here? Like very off-putting 
you'll read one paragraph, you'll start to go into it, it'll make sense. And then it'll like literally look like you just took a 180 with your entire post and people will be like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. And as soon as that happens, boom, you'll just lose it. You'll lose fucking the person reading it instantly. Not to mention another thing that comes when you start reading it out loud is if you start to get exhausted reading your own paragraph, that means you need to either take things out or separate your paragraphs. And that's a big yeah. thing. Like uh, Jeff brought this up in content audits before we got on a pod chats today, how I, I honestly, again, I wanted to, I told my brother this because my brother has like a learning disability, my younger brother, and Jeff talked about ADHD. I actually want to go get like looked at for this to see if I have something, because when I open somebody's post up and it is like huge paragraphs, guys, it overwhelms the shit out of me. Not because I can't read, but looking at all those words, like I literally get lost. I'll be reading a sentence. And the next thing you know, I'm like, where the fuck was I? And I got to like, find the fucking exact word again because it's so compacted dude i actually think that that's that's a lesson for the podcast that we didn't put in there like guys when you're writing your content you should space it out like line by line like almost like and, and that means it's not going to be grammatically correct yeah because if you guys are reading a book as an example like you're going to notice that they put paragraphs together but i actually think if you guys look at my content on social media and the way that i write my content like I'll do like one to two sentences per paragraph max because dude, I get the same thing. Yeah. Like if I open up somebody's post and they've got three fucking massive paragraphs, I won't even read it. I'm going to be honest. Right. But if they're, if they, if I open up their post and it's like a post that's like, you know, spaced out where it's like one or two lines, one or two lines, one or two lines, it's easy for me to read. And because it's easy for me to read and easy for me to digest, it's also going to be easy for other people to digest too. Like guys, you got to remember like social media is like, People have short attention spans on social media. And so if they look at your post and it looks challenging to read, or it's like they have to put an effort to read your words. Do you really think they're going to do that? Or just, are they just going to scroll away? Exactly. If, if they scroll away, like you're missing out on that opportunity to deliver value. And there's no possible way that they're going to come into your program if they don't understand your content in the first place. Fucking 100%. It's such a big thing. And I honestly, I feel like that's the perfect like segue to go into our second point here, the second point of like the second mistake, giving people too much to read. The second point, the second mistake that we see a lot of you guys make is you assume that people want to read. <laughs> so you don't utilize headlines that slap. You don't put out headlines that slap. So people will see your post. It doesn't have a headline that slaps. It doesn't have a headline that drags them in. And then they see these huge long captions that are overdrawn and they're not like, they don't flow properly. And people get fucking super overwhelmed. Like myself, Dude, this, like Brian just said. This is the number one, number fucking one tip. We actually didn't put this first because we. I felt like if we put it first, you guys wouldn't have tuned into the rest of the tips. Yeah. Like this is number fucking one. This yeah. is like marketing fundamentals. Like if you have a bad title, it's like, let's say we took, what's one of your favorite movies, Cole? Like give me a, like one of your favorite Lion movies. King, 100% bro. Lion King. Okay, so if we took the Lion King, which is like a great movie and we named it something completely stupid like Teletubbies, Right? People aren't going to watch Teletubbies because yeah. it's stupid. So like that concept, like if you title something that's an epic with a bad title, like nobody's going to consume the content. And, yeah. and that's like number fucking one when it comes to content creation. It's like if you make a TikTok video, that's hilarious, but there's no like, there's nothing that tells people it's going to be fucking hilarious in the first one second that people aren't going to watch the whole video. So you need like... Everybody has a short attention span. So you need to have a headline or a start of your video that fucking slaps. A hundred percent, dude. I, I fuck. I wish my memory was so much better with this shit, but like, legit, 
half an hour ago on content audits, we went into somebody's profile and I can't remember her name. So if you're watching this right now, don't give me shit, but we went to one post and one of the posts right off the bat, they weren't bad headlines. They weren't bad captions, but it's about little adjustments, guys. Like one of her captions was her talking about how she didn't feel smart enough because in school, her teachers literally told her that, but instead of making that the first line, so her first line was you aren't smart or you're not smart enough. The second line was my teacher used to tell me that I wasn't smart enough to succeed. That should have been the first that line. That should have been the first line. That should have yeah. been the first one because that hits. That's like a, people can connect to that rather than just reading you're not smart without even quote cards or anything. You got to like stop them in their tracks. You got to do that. That's why, again, and I'll be very honest, a lot of my content, a lot of my headlines, a lot of my captions, a lot of my photos are very abrupt. And a lot of people don't like them because my underlining meaning is going to come after it's going to come into the context of you understanding the entire video as a breakdown one of my videos starts with me saying fuck your mom fuck your dad etc and people read it they hear that they're like what the fuck but then you listen to the whole video and it's about not allowing people to hold you back regardless of them being family or friends etc and it has a deeper tone but that first slap makes that's what that's what makes the video go viral literally guys that is what makes the video go viral Yep. It's not, it's, con- it's not the context of the video. It's like, it's the way that it slaps. Like that's exactly. important. So I'm going to give you a, a little, I'm going to give you a little bit of a hack because Cole, by the way, if you guys want like help with videos that slap, like psh, smack you in the face, Cole's really fucking good at videos that slap. So if you guys want to get some insight into like how to get videos that slap, go watch some of Cole's TikToks. They're super fire. Just watch the first five seconds of like 10 of his TikToks and you'll see like, psh, psh, it's like, it's a smack right away. Written content. If you guys want a written content hack, check this out. This written content's my fucking jam. I love writing. What I do is when I write my post, you guys, I'll read through the post. And this is, I, I used to do this. Now I'm really good at headlines. So I don't need to, but I, sometimes I still do this. I'll read through the post and I grab the line that is the most impactful or is the most dramatic. And I put that at the start of the post. I do that. Do you? Yeah, I do that because you told me to do it back in the day. And it's the only because I don't like writing long content, guys. Again, I'm being vulnerable here telling you what's up. I do that same hack that Brian just gave you every single time I write a post. Boom. That's it. That's it. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. So uh, if you guys want to follow Cole Lewis De Silva, that's your TikTok, right? Yeah, and Instagram. Yeah, yeah so Cole Lewis De Silva. And guys, go read through some of my headlines on my content. Mm-hmm. Uh, because my headlines on my content, I always try to make sure that my headlines are like powerful AF. I want to bring them in and I want to... And if my headline isn't powerful, then the photo that is... Uh, that photo is very powerful. But like, there's always something that I'm trying to like really like grab somebody in and be like, holy fuck. Like my last post on my Instagram was like, a zoomed in face of me when I was 14 years old and chunky. <laughs> like that, that's going to stop somebody in their tracks. Right? That was so. cute. I was literally like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're not going to talk about that. So moving on number three, you guys. So this is the third mistake that online trainers will make in their content. Third mistake online trainers making their content is they're not specific enough in their pain. hundred percent. Not specific enough in their pain. Guys, if you don't get specific, 
like I'm talking about like I'm calling this I'm calling this get get painfully specific that's what I'm saying like do you want to lose weight or do you want to lose 20 pounds in the next like do you want to lose uh, 10 pounds in the next eight weeks uh, and two inches off your waist like get painfully specific when you guys are describing pain points of your avatar or you're talking about like moms that struggle to lose weight or like being at home with your kids and not having time like I want you to get like painfully specific about describing situations and pain. You're going to have to use some imagination. So instead of saying like, do you not have time for the kids? You can literally be like, do you not have time because your kids are running around, opening up the pantry, taking out all the cookies and shoving them all over the floor, like painfully specific. And the more painfully specific that you get with your content, the more you're going to create resonance because people can actually visualize the situations that you're talking about versus just this broad, do you not have time because of the kids? A hundred percent. And so I'm going to take this one from a little bit of a different angle, guys, because I feel like Brian literally just knocked that right out of the fucking park when it came to your content. I also want you to do this when it comes to your bios. All right. Get specific with who the fuck your content, who you're trying to target, who you're speaking to. I literally speak about this all the time. One of my hugest pet peeves when it comes to seeing fitness trainers on their social media is like trying to attract people is them utilizing the term busy professionals. I fucking hate it. It drives me mental. And it's not because it doesn't make sense. It's because who the fuck are you talking to? <laughs> Busy, the, yo, a mom can be professional at home with her kids. A janitor can be a busy professional. Like there's so many different, everyone can be a fucking professional. So what is your definition of professionalism? Like you got to get specific with this stuff. Dude, another thing is who the fuck, who have you ever heard ever in the history of their life call themselves a busy professional? What do you do? I'm a busy professional. <laughs> like I'm a fucking pretty busy and I'm super professional, bro. Like it doesn't- I'm a busy, but nobody says that. Makes like, no fucking sense. Not a fucking all. single person says that. So drives me mental. <laughs> so if you have busy professional in your bio, take that out right now. You got to get specific. Like, yeah. are you targeting moms? Okay, then yeah. have a fucking tagline that speaks to moms. Are you targeting to young guys who want to get fit for summer? Fucking target young guys. Have something in your bio that speaks to them, not a generic statement. All right? Not a single human has identified as a busy professional. No, this. not ever. It's literally, I've never <laughs> fucking heard it in my entire life before. So please stop fucking doing it. All right? Okay, go. so guys, uh, another thing that I want to talk about is when you guys are writing content about your story, right? So- uh, you're writing content about something that you went through when you were younger, you guys, or you're writing content about a, a situation that you had to overcome in order to be successful or your, your weight loss journey or whatever it is, like get painfully specific with the details of the fucking story. And so for me, uh, if you guys go read the post that I just wrote about um, like overcoming, like when I was younger, how I struggled with a bunch of things, I literally said that was the kid that got uh, laughed at. And when he, that was the kid that cried when he asked a girl out and she laughed in his face, that was the kid that got hand-me-down clothes from the church that he went to because his family couldn't afford food, get painfully specific with details. And the more painfully specific you are with the details of your story, the more that you're going to create emotional resonance. A really simple way for you guys to do this is like, imagine that we're talking about your transformation or your journey or like a story or something that you had to go through. If you guys are going to talk about a situation, then try to imagine the specific day that situation happened and then write about a day that that happened and then go through the details of that day to the best of your memory and write about that. And you're going to actually bring people on like a mental journey to that day, they're going to resonate with your story because they can actually see themselves in your story because you're describing the events. Does that make sense? hundred percent guys, you got to get deep with it. All right. Like very, very deep. It's like when you guys are thinking about a movie, 
right? Like when you guys watch a movie, they just don't like gloss over someone's backstory, right? When they want you to really connect with the character, they show you everything about their backstory. They show you like them grinding through the dirt, like the actual specific pain that they went through in that certain moment in time. Like everything is very deep. It connects with you. Like a war movie. Let's look at those. Like you don't just see the war. You see the guy like grinding through the mud and like dealing with it. He's like tasting it. He's like going through the pains. He's dealing with how cold he is. Like there's so much emotion that goes into certain moments. So you can connect with that character. That's what you need to be doing in your posts because people just see you in social media. You got to be able that's to a connect. Really good analogy. I really like that. Like okay, the backstory of a movie character, because you're oh. right. Like the movie mic drop boom because <laughs> it's, it's, that's so right though because when you think about a movie like i really connect to the characters where like you know their backstory like you know where they're from like you know like it gives you like a, a like a, a you know the origin story of that character 100 it'll change the fucking game for you guys and it'll really like help you take your content to the next fucking level should we move on to number four yeah number four down this one is honestly one of my favorite all right. And I'm going to call that a lot of you guys right now. Well, I'm also saying this because, and Brian's going to laugh because he has no idea that I'm going to say this right now, but it's going to be a good one. All right. Number four is uh, the fourth mistake that we see online trainers make with their content is posting content that doesn't resonate with you. All right. Because you see another person doing it because you see somebody else who's successful doing it, et cetera. My example of this, all right, I'm going to break it down right off the bat is people utilizing quote cards because they see B Mark fit utilizing fucking quote cards. <laughs> All right. Um, and again, I was fucking have openly admitted I did that back in the day when I was a fitness coach because I saw B doing it and I was like, that's a good filler post. I'm running out of content to produce. So I'm just going to use a quote card because it's easy. So I did it because it was fucking easy. And I see so many people fucking doing it. And then when I go to their page, every time we do a content audit or a breakdown or an explanation, I'm like, why are you doing quote cards? Is it because you like it or is it because Brian Mark's doing it? <laughs> and I will straight up ask you guys, and a lot of you guys can't give me a straight answer. The reason why I'm bringing that up is because if you don't post content that you enjoy producing, all right, you're not going to keep doing it. You're going to have a fucking hard time doing it consistently. You're not going to like it. You're going to then resent having to put content on a daily basis and it's going to show. All right. You're not going to put effort into it. It's not going to go anywhere. What's up? That's funny. I didn't know you were going to do that. hundred percent. Well, because I got to call people up, bro. I got to make sure people see what's up because I know a lot of you guys got a bunch of quote cards on your page that you're only posting because you're too lazy to write another post and you see B Mark fit fucking crushing it. So you want to be producing quote cards. I see you. I fucking see but Most of you guys don't even have a Twitter and you're posting fucking tweets. I see you. All right. <laughs> fucking funny. Okay. So I'm going to jump in there. I'm going to, I'm going to defend my quote card. <laughs> fucking why I do quote cards now because I think it's important. I like doing it because it's like a theme. I really, I'm like a, I'm a big person. I'm like having, I like my page looking aesthetic. I think that's important. So I have like little icons on my profile. So like when you go to my profile, it's got little PT Dom icons and then all of my content is aligned. I think it looks super clean. And you guys, quote cards actually usually get shit engagement, FYI. They do get shit engagement uh, for the most part. But the way that I do it now is I'll usually do my quote cards will be covers for my reels. So my reels on my page now, all of my reels usually are quote cards. So just a little bit of like a hack. So if you guys are doing, if you guys are going to do the quote cards. If you want to be cool, like B Mark, I like doing reels and having them as quote cards. But again, if it doesn't resonate with you, it doesn't resonate with you. But another example of doing content that you don't resonate with because you see somebody else doing it is all of you guys that are trying to do, and, and no, actually I'm going to call myself out, all of myself out trying to fucking duplicate <laughs> what Cole was doing and it was not working. 
So I saw Cole blowing up on fucking uh, on TikTok with this like motivational style, like fuck your mom, fuck your dad. And I was like, I'm doing it too. I'm like, I got a podcast and people want to fucking hear my shit. So I'm going to do fuck your mom, fuck your dad too. <laughs> TikTok is not like that apparently. And, uh, and now we are, we are realizing that like what resonates with me is like comedy skits. Like my, for some reason, I actually don't know why I'm not going to try to figure it out either. I just, I like doing the comedy skits and they always hit. So they pop on your page. That's what I'm leaning more into. So if you guys are doing what Cole's doing because you see Cole crushing it, like, right. Like you can't be doing something that you don't resonate with, which is why we've talked online trainers about different content styles. Like we did a podcast. Um, we actually did a full on training in our mastermind, but we did a podcast where we likely touched on different content styles that you guys can be doing on TikTok, like education content or entertainment content or skits. So when you guys are doing content, making, make sure that you're creating content that you actually like resonate with. And that's why like, I'm, I find that's actually funny that you, I'm going to call all, all myself here and like break it down. It's just like little styles guys. Cause again, like, again, I saw Brian doing the quote card things. I tried it, with, but way back in the day, it didn't work for me. I needed to pivot. All right. It still worked for Brian. He likes it. He's themed. Perfect. That's fucking great. If you guys start doing something solely based off the fact that somebody else is doing it and it's not working for you, you need to listen to this next fucking mistake. Oh, this is perfect. Fucking good segue. You nailed right? that. That was a good segue. <laughs> guys, the fifth mistake that all my trainers make, and I guarantee you pretty much all of you guys are doing this, is not paying attention to the feedback your audience is giving you. Yep. Like if you post 30 TikToks in a row, and they all get 200 views, you're doing something fucking wrong. <laughs> like, like you're doing something wrong. And so if you're consistently posting and like, I'm, I'm going to like, I'm also going to add this. If you're posting 30 TikToks in a row that only have 200 views, you're fucking G because like clearly you've mastered consistency, which is important. Exactly. Don't give but, up. But if you're doing something wrong, like for me, it's like admit that you're doing something wrong so that you can fix it. You can tweak it. And guys, if, like I'm humble enough to know that like I don't know it all either and I'm still figuring it out. And like, so I'm sharing my knowledge of like how I got to 100,000 followers on TikTok, but I'm still like, I'm still in the process of figuring it out. I'm still in the process of like learning and tweaking and finding new ways to grow. But like what the mistake that I made for a long time, you guys, was that I wasn't paying attention to the feedback my audience was giving me. Like I kept trying to make this like motivational content. I'm like, it's going to hit, it's going to hit, it's going to hit. And like, Finally, after like 600 videos, I'm like, okay, maybe it's not going to hit. Like, I, thought, okay. <laughs> I was like, maybe I'm not going to be the next fucking uh, Eric, the hip hop preacher on this app. Maybe I need to take a different angle. Right. So like, you got to pay attention to that feedback though. Like there's a lot of you guys that are posting quote cards and getting fucking three likes. And you've been doing that for three months. And I'm like, why are you still posting quote cards? Exactly, guys. It's such a big thing. And that's I, I bring it up to you guys all the time. And that's why we wanted to segue point number four with point number five, because it's so fucking true. You see things that work for other people. So you start doing them yourselves. And instead of posting stuff that you like posting, the stuff that you resonate with, you don't post from your heart, basically, like you don't post of what you actually enjoy. And then you don't get the engagement you want. So you get discouraged, you get angry, you continue doing shit that doesn't fucking work. And you don't listen to your audience. Like it's just a bunch of stuff that isn't working for you. All right. This is why guys, I continuously, I continuously talk about not worrying, all right, about the views and the likes and the comments, etc. All right, posting stuff that you actually enjoy, but all right, paying attention to how your audience is reacting. Because if you're posting stuff and nobody's fucking engaging, 
I'm glad that you're consistent, but maybe you should switch it the fuck up. Maybe it's Dude. time to try a funny fucking skit that explodes your fucking account. It's literally what B did. He literally talks about how he posted 40 videos in a row. They didn't do what he wanted. He then implemented funny skits and his account went bing and fucking like, boom. And he's like, okay, maybe I should listen to my fucking audience right now. Dude, and I'm going to jump on that again. Another thing I, I want to say is it's not just about the content that you're posting that isn't working. It's all about also about paying attention to the content that is working. Yes. And when you are posting a certain type of content and it's doing really well, you should post more of that. Everybody write this down. Reverse engineer the shit that works. When you're posting content and it's working really well, do more of that. And so a really good example of this is you guys, I actually, when I was creating the theory for like, when we were creating the theory for pizza nomination, like the connection proof and value post, like this theory came because I remember when I was working as aesthetic nation, I wrote this post about how I overcame my drug addiction. And I like wrote this big, long post about how I was an addict and I struggled and I overcame it. And that post had like 500 likes on Facebook. So then I'm like, this is a style of content, right? Like this is like a style of content. So like, that's where the connection content came from because I'm like, this had nothing to do with fucking my online training business, but for some reason it hit and that style of content still ended up pulling clients. And so the whole theory for beats nomination came because I reverse engineered my content. So for you guys, online trainers, go take a look at some of your best performing content. Like take a look at some of your best performing posts on Instagram. I'm pretty sure they have that in insights. Don't they go? Like, can't you? hundred percent. If you guys look, some of you guys will have this. Some of you guys will not. All right. Because Instagram is a little picky, but you should be able to go in your insights and you should be able to see specifically what reels, what IGTVs, what posts, et cetera, have done the best, not only on likes, but like actual engagement, impressions, mm -hmm. reach, saves, shares, like you should be able to see everything across the board and then reverse engineer it. Like Brian just said, that's why I want you guys to write that down. Reverse engineer what works. A lot of you guys will post a reel. It'll get fucking 3000 views. Then you'll post another reel. It'll get 200 views. And then you do more of the 200 view one. I so what do. the fuck are you doing? <laughs> do this one. Fucking quadruple down on this shit. Like whatever you did here worked. Look at the time you posted it, the hashtags, the fucking sounds, like how you were in the video. Maybe you were more energetic. Maybe you were more serious. Like what the fuck did you do here that made you blow up a little bit more? Mm -hmm. All right, reverse engineer it and then blast it across everything. I, I fucking love that so much. And guys, it's the same thing with like TikToks. Like go to your TikTok account right now. And if you haven't been posting, fucking post. But go to your TikTok right now and see... What are your last 50 videos? What are your top three? And do more of those. Like maybe do a part two to one of your top three videos. Maybe do a series on one of your, uh, your top three videos. Maybe just recreate it. Maybe download it with the, same, uh, with the same video and repost it with a different sound. Maybe download it, repost it with a different sound and shorten it up by two seconds. Like guys, pay attention to the feedback. And when you find something that works, like use it over and over again. It's the same thing with your written content. Like go into your written content and see like which part, what's like what written post did I perform like really, really well, read the content, see what you did. Was it a connection? Was it proof? Was it value? And maybe lean into more of that type style of content because that might work really well for you. A hundred percent. Now, I don't want to nail this one down at home anymore, but I want to give one bonus tip. All right, if I'm allowed to fucking- Bonus tip, bro. Bonus. Bonus tip. Bonus. And I feel like this one is very generalized. And I know Brian's going to agree with me here because- uh, what you just heard from us was like not reading your content over, not reverse engineering this stuff properly, not speaking to the pain not posting stuff that resonated. Like a lot of like, when you do this stuff, when you fix these mistakes, you're going to see success. But the bonus tip is to embrace patience through this shit. 
Oh, I like right? that. The bonus tip is to embrace patience oh because if you come at us after a week and say, well, my content isn't blowing up and I fixed all my mistakes, get the fuck over it. Post for three, four months and then let us know what's going on. Like guys, patience is everything in this game. Yeah. It took me five years to go from 300 to 42,000 followers on Instagram. And I just started seeing crazy traction on my IG. Five years. You guys are complaining after two weeks that you're not seeing the traction that you want to see. Patience is fucking everything. Patience is the consistency. So if you've already posted 40 videos in a row and they're shitting the bed, great. You got consistency down. Now it's about embracing patience until you can actually get that shit popping. Fuck, I love that insight. That's so cool. I, um... I'm, I'm proud of Cole because my account blew up before Cole's on TikTok and he stayed patient as fuck. And because he stayed patient, he ended up finding his flow and his videos are hitting. So patience, like literally like video after video, after video, after video, getting like low views. And now his videos are popping because of patience. Same thing. Like when Cole passed me in followers, I was pissed because I like, I just watched all my videos getting 200 views and he's like, hundred thousand, 200,000, 300,000. <laughs> but I had to stay patient. I had to stay consistent because it's like, there's like, I, like, I wasn't going to grow if I stopped. And I actually want to talk about this for a second, because um, I have two, I actually have three TikTok accounts, only at the gym protein CEO in this one, but my protein CEO one, the reason I stopped posting is because I just got impatient. Like the content that I was posting wasn't working as well anymore. And I just didn't have the patience to figure it out. So I stopped posting and that account has like 56,000 followers. Yep. So patience is so, so, so important. So if you're practicing right now and you're like posting content and it's not working, like, yo, try something different, like switch it up, go. If you're in the 10K Academy, we, we literally have nine trainings on TikTok, like step-by-step -step walkthroughs and breakdowns. If you're in the 10K Coaching Academy, we also have scripts, we have templates, we have everything that you guys need to help you with your content. And so practice patience, keep going until it works. Um, you will hit it. it. You will be successful as long as you don't give up, but you need to stay patient and you need to be committed to improving. 100%. Boom. That's it. That's all. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is the Change Lives Make Money on the Trainer Podcast. Cole, where did they find you, dog? TikTok and IG at Cole Lewis De Silva, C-O-L-E-L-U-I-S-D-A-S-I-L-V-A, or the Wicked with the Wolf Podcast. Peace, love, and protein, guys. We'll talk to you next episode. <laughs>